G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, the coronavirus has had an impact across the world and every day we're hearing about its effects at home and in various places around the globe, including the US, parts of Europe and different countries in Asia. But one part of the world we haven't heard quite as much about is Africa. African Enterprise is one Christian organisation ministering to people on the continent in the wake of the virus. And here to tell me more about the work being done is CEO of the ministry's Australasian branch, Ben Campbell. Hi, Ben. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Jess. Great to uh, inform you listeners a bit about what's going on in Africa. First of all, for anyone who's not familiar with your organisation, what's it all about? What kind of work has it been doing in general at times before the coronavirus yeah, before the world changed. Uh, so for 60 years, we've been uh, evangelizing cities of Africa in word and deed in partnership with the church. We're uh, an indigenous, locally-led organization. So there's teams in Africa who go out, pull churches together and go out on mission. Um, and here in Australia and New Zealand, uh, also in uh, the US, we're known as support officers and we get behind all the evangelistic work that's there. And we help to connect churches um, and individuals with the mission that's going on in Africa, which is all done in the local language um, by the local churches. And therefore, we have quite a huge impact in bringing people to Christ in Africa. If we hone in now on the coronavirus situation, how is that impacting Africa? And what is African Enterprise doing in response? In Africa, we're only just seeing the very early stages of, of the COVID-19 impact on the populations. Um, It's mostly impacting on the North African side of things uh, and gradually sort of make its way into the sub-Saharan area. Um, We're seeing South Africa's uh, most impacted in in that particular region. The biggest worry is is a number of different things. Um, There's a lot of uh, densely populated areas, slums, uh, things like that. We think that, and and we've seen uh, through the research in other countries that densely populated, high polluted areas, uh, people living in close proximity are mostly affected. So our hearts are really going out to Africa at the moment. Um, we're seeing that countries are really preparing for this. They're going into lockdown. Uh, well, they are in lockdown, uh, which has created its own other issues, as you can imagine, in Africa with uh, many people have to work to eat. They don't have the same social security programs that uh, many countries in, in the West and other areas uh, have. So in terms of African enterprises' response, we aim to reach people for Christ through word and deed. Uh, the deed component has definitely come into the fore right now creating uh, face masks through our vocational programs, uh, sanitation products, distributing food, um, and in the the support offices such as our our group here in Australia, we're also just providing uh, the best health information we can through our in-government information here because there's a lot of confusion, as you can imagine, out there. And so part of the ministry is around, you know, just conveying the importance of social distancing, um, washing your hands, uh, wearing a face mask, um, as is recommended in the U.S., and also home-based evangelistic uh, programs just keep the the focus on Christ as our rock uh, during this time. Have you had to come up with some creative ways to still do what you need to do? Absolutely, Jess. Um, 
that, that creativity is something that we're seeing amazingly come out uh, across the world. People looking out for each other, helping each other, finding ways to connect um, and help one another. And, and certainly it's no different in Africa. So the key thing in, in the lockdown is to find ways of connecting people remotely. And internet is an issue, so there's definitely a challenge through that. But what we're aiming to do is prepare mission uh, passes for mission uh, as the pandemic you know, comes to a conclusion eventually. So we've got a lot of training material. We're asking pastors to understand how to train in that to prepare themselves for the open marketplace-style missions that we're so familiar with uh, within African enterprise. So home-based evangelism is, is one of those things. And apart from that, it's actually wherever we can in consultation or with the authority of the police is to be a part of the solution in distributing food, for example. And at the same time, if we can bring the good news of Jesus uh, through that process, we certainly will. Have you actually learnt to do anything better during these times that you think that you'd stick with after the pandemic? You mentioned the training of pastors before, but have yeah. there been any um, approaches that you perhaps wouldn't have thought of, thought of had it not been for the pandemic that might serve you really well in the future? That's a great question, isn't it? Jess, I think so many of us are already looking at new solutions to things and wondering, you know, in the future whether, you know, we'll maintain that. And I think one of the things that uh, we've learned is how we can come together as a team, firstly. Uh, So there's 11 countries that we're working in and we've had all representatives of those countries getting together in Zoom calls in ways that we've never had before, all looking at a solution together uh, and how we can address the situation together. Um, So... That's one thing, and that leads to all kinds of creative solutions and an opportunity to really uh, analyse the types of proposals that are coming forward and and how we can help each other out Mm -hmm. um, and avoid some of the problems in some countries with food distribution. The second thing is about our use of uh, coming back to the evangelism side of things, uh, again, and the creative ways, like really moving into that radio and TV space. And in Africa, they tend to be very open to the gospel so we can be very direct about the love of Jesus during this period of time and how to protect one another but also to stay close to Christ to learn about Jesus at this time Um, so finding those evangelical uh, opportunities through radio TV is another area that our teams have been exploring very strongly because again it's a it's a way it's a way to reach out into those communities you'll see even in the slum areas, many people have radio or TV in some of the smaller spaces. Aside from that, it's again looking at how we can be as cost-effective as possible you know, in terms of the, the outreach we do. I think that through this process, we, we're definitely sort of getting down to the real tin tax of how can we make this work in, you know, when we're facing enormous financial uh, and economic um, pressures, but still to get the, the love of Christ out there and also to provide some practical means of support. What's been the response to both the practical and the the gospel side of things in this dire time? You did say people are open to the gospel in this time, but have you you heard many stories of people making decisions for Christ or turning their lives around in any way? One of the evangelists who was with us uh, in Kampala Mission uh, a couple of years ago stayed in touch uh, and she said that she's going jogging with her children in the streets and then she's actually evangelizing as she goes. And Some of us are just trying to jog without, you know, puffing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, 
Yeah, some people are pretty amazing, God-driven. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, she told me the story that, that in her last jog that she did, she brought like 10 people to Jesus along the way. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> really remarkable. So the, what she was saying, that in an open nation, people are even more open. Mm. And, and that's really quite extraordinary. I mean, there's that, that level of desire to know about God. And in this current pandemic situation, a greater openness to that. I guess the other story I can share uh, in within Kenya as well is being able to just send some, some funds through to evangelists who are able to distribute food. And it's the process of you know us uh, helping to get even a small amount of funds into the hands of people like you know in one particular area you know just a just a hundred dollars or a couple of hundred dollars can feed you know 15 mm. families uh, for a period of time yeah so there's tears there's gratefulness there's love there's hope um and there's an opportunity to say look thanks to australia thanks to the people here who really care about you we've been able to make that possible so gratefulness i guess is is a common um, response it sounds like you've seen a lot of really encouraging things and learnt a lot of lessons. What would you like your fellow believers to learn from what you've witnessed? What's a, a lesson that we can take away? Thanks, Jess. Yeah. Well, uh, I think one of the key lessons is that we're all in this together. Um, we're all facing a common and awful enemy, uh, and it's affecting people right across the globe uh, in the same kind of way. We all in some form of lockdown, we're all in some form of economic distress. Uh, and we can also see incredible kindness of strangers and the church and others to reach out to those people in need. Uh, there's amazing stories of generosity and beauty uh, within our society. So I guess the message as, as an evangelist, as a, as a person focused on mission in Africa in particular, I would say to those who are able, please firstly pray. It is the go-to place. God works his miracles in dire situations and there's no doubt in my mind that um, God is listening to your prayers. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say firstly please uh, pray for the vulnerable people. I'm sure that God is listening to you and he wants to uh, see his name glorified in the midst of, of that situation. Uh, the second thing is if you have the capacity you know in accordance with God's desire for us to be able to give generously with a generous heart, give some consideration to those people who are even in a worse off situation to us. Even a small amount of money, when it's distributed directly to those people, can make a massive difference. It can, it can even be life and death uh, in many cases, and it, it no doubt is going to get to that point as things get uh, more challenging in Africa. So I would say to supporters, fellow Christians, um, you know, consider your giving to your church. Same thing with uh, with mission. Just keep the focus on, on caring for those people you care and give in the way that you possibly can under the circumstances you have. Mm -hmm. And I think just words of encouragement as well, you know, to those people in the field. If you're in contact with a mission organisation or um, with your church, you know, just give words of encouragement and support. And I know people are really going to value that. Well, Ben, thank you for taking the time to chat to me and thank you so much for all the work that you're doing and the sacrificing sacrifices that you and your team are making through your ministry in a pretty difficult part of the world. Thanks, Jess. Um, it's, it's a real uh, honour to, to have the opportunity to talk a little bit about Africa um, to, to give a sense of what's going on and, and thanks so much for that. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.